round two because my wife did not like the angle of the shot. Um, hello, boys and girls. Welcome back to another episode of Cut the Shit, Get Fit. I am your host, Rob Matuszewski. And for the first time ever, when I used Facebook's subtitle function on the video, it actually spelt my first name right. Holy shit. Yeah, like, I've had so many times where, how would it come out? It would come out as, like, re, and then, like, fell. Like, like I fell down. <laughs> and I have to manually go and change it. So that was an exciting moment for my career, is seeing subtitles on Facebook working for the first time. Anyway, today's episode is another edition of... Damn, that guy is on a bike that just passed me and literally on the back end of his bicycle is like at least six or seven cases of beer <laughs> strapped all together and it looked pretty secure. Like that that was not the first time that he did that. He's gonna have a good night. Yeah, he's gonna have a great night. Um anyway. Where was I going? This is another episode with my wife behind the camera. Maybe she'll do some banter with me. She's shaking her head no, even though I'm not looking. Um, And we have new top three cities around the world. And I've already forgotten the first first city, but I know the uh, country, which is Bulgaria, which is super cool. I think this is the first time I've had Bulgaria on my show. And I kind of remember the city. It's like... Plovdiv. That's that does not sound like a real place. It starts with a P though, so any city in Bulgaria starting with a P, thanks for listening. <laughs> Amazing. Um, number two, all the way in Saudi Arabia, the city of Riyadh. Oh Again, God. I I I apologize. I have a short-term memory thing, but Saudi Arabia. Shout out to everyone listening to my show. And number three is St. Francis Bay, all the way in South Africa. Hell yeah. I think that's the first time I've had South Africa on my top three. Even my top ten. Anyway, that's super cool to have so many international listeners to my show. Um, Another cool thing, we got some new Cut the Shit, Get Fit stuff. Wearing one one of the shirts here. Um, tank tops, new logo, coming out soon. So keep your eyes peeled. Um, what we're going to talk about today, and hopefully I don't ramble on too much like I've already have, um, is something called intra-abdominal pressure. What do you know about it, babe? Enough. Enough? <laughs> okay. Well, let's start off with what our lower back is supposed to do I think now it's a good place to start is the segments of your spine of your lumbar spine are designed not for movement but to stabilize which is huge and I think one of the main causes of why people have low back pain is due to the tightness of their hips which are supposed to be a super mobile joint and I keep forgetting, I keep saying that on my show, I'm going to do a whole episode about the joint by joint, joint by joint theory, 
Um, and I kind of touched on this before, but our hips is supposed to be a super mobile joint in order to have our low back uh, stay stable. But in our day and age, a lot of people have shitty hips. So then our body's gonna find mobility elsewhere and it usually relies on the lumbar spine, which is not designed to do that. And then you F up your shit pretty bad. Um, so that being said, when it comes to, we can even go down this rabbit hole of low back pain. I find in my own experience with clients dealing with low back pain, and essentially anyone that is so deconditioned with no exercise in their life, it almost seems like anytime you ask them to like turn on their core, they have absolutely no idea how to do so. And every core exercise, even sometimes the easiest dead bugs will cause discomfort in their low back. And you're like, holy shit, how am I supposed to teach this person how to stabilize their body when they want to do exercises that they've seen on Instagram and that's really going to fuck up their shit. So with my concept of creating intra-abdominal pressure, and again, it's not my original concept, but a lot of pelvic floor physios have figured this out. People like Stuart McGill has figured this out that when you create tension in your body, like if you were to lift the 100 pound dumbbell at your gym, you're not going to be loosey goosey. You're thinking about creating as much stiffness in the body that when you have to pick something up heavy, you're not going to hurt something, right? So you can kind of get the same concept while doing an exercise to ensure your lumbar spine stays stable and you actually feel your deep core muscles engage. So this is where coaching intra-abdominal pressure works. And the way I kind of explain it is when you have adequate pressure around the abdominal cavity, it kind of surrounds your entire lumbar spine with this protective layer of cushion that when you place stress into your body with weight or shear forces or compressive forces, you don't feel it in your low back. Meaning, if you take a big, big belly breath in with your gut and you're trying to get as fat as possible, that is one dumbed down version of how to protect your lumbar spine while doing core exercises. Another concept that we kind of touched on is this whole creating tension in your body. And sometimes when I have a patient in the clinic or a client in the gym where I'm trying to teach them how to do a dead bug, they kind of just hang off their hip flexors and not actually engage their core. And then after a couple reps, they're like, my low back hurts, what gives? That being said, it's teaching tension to feel what's going on in here to protect your lumbar spine. How to do that? There's different ways and different cues that I like to use. So one thing I've been doing a lot this past six months is literally taking a yoga block and crushing it with your hands and pushing it in together to create as much muscular like activation that when I ask an individual to extend their leg in the dead bug position, they actually feel their abs and not their low back. And it's like such a simple little cue for them to figure out how to brace and how, how to properly stiffen. And then that being said, if you go down the pelvic floor route, teaching people how to actually like lift the pelvic floor because it's kind of built like a hammock. And if 
that doesn't function properly, again, shear forces will usually go into lumbar spine, SI joint, and then you hear things like, oh, I have an SI joint instability thing, according to my physio. <sighs> that being said, that I've said so many times on my podcast is our body is literally one unit. So when people say, like, turn on your core, I'm asking, like, in my head, what's your definition of core? And I've brought this up in my book. Like, literally from the top of your shoulders down to the start of your hips is your your core and not just this stuff in here. So when you can kind of connect more things together, good things tend to happen. So if you think about, say, something athletic, like a, let's use Tiger Woods, for example. When he swings, he's not thinking about... I'm just going to use this one muscle to generate as much force as possible. It's like a harmonious rhythm of all these muscles together performing like a symphony in order for this little ball thing to go straight into a hole. So when it comes to creating proper intra-abdominal pressure, I think of learning how to brace learning how to utilize your diaphragm and learning how to utilize your pelvic floor all at the same time so that your midsection becomes a strong like a tree trunk that when you decide to place a barbell on your back and you go deep down into the hole with like 200 pounds on your back you don't collapse like a bamboo stick and the snap in half that being said a lot of times people think they're creating tension but they're kind of limiting how much they have so when I think of a back squat I'm thinking about creating tension from my big toe all the way to my fingertips in order to generate enough force to come out of the hole to drive up and not injure myself and a lot of people kind of just go through the motion right the more you can like visualize and think about every single muscle that connects to the movement you will create a great cushiony barrier around that lumbar spine that will never seem to break. And if you look at powerlifters especially, they've learned this so well to a point that they've adapted their diaphragm to expand and grow. So you almost look at these powerlifters and they have these giant ass bellies, but then when you look at them, they're actually really low in body fat percentage and they even have abs sticking out of this big beer belly gut but it's because their body's adapted to so much intra-abdominal pressure by expanding with their diaphragm that when they deadlift, you know, a thousand pounds off the ground, their discs don't shoot off onto the gym floor. Extreme example, but learning how to utilize intra-abdominal pressure can definitely help with low back issues, longevity in the gym, and that's the biggest thing that I see with general population people is that they get all gung-ho to start exercising and they go to the gym and they go too much too soon or they choose exercises that require a lot of coordination oh that guy came out of nowhere um what was i saying where was i before that ambulance just came out of nowhere i don't remember seriously um intra-abdominal pressure oh when people general population people get into it and they start doing exercises more advanced on them and they don't know how to put that protective layer of intra-abdominal pressure around their lumbar spine it's like 
one little like straw that breaks the camel's back and now you're off the gym and now you're not seeing the progress you want. So if you learn how to properly brace and stiffen, the longevity in the gym and your fitness journey will never stop. And I think that's what and why my clients tend to be successful is that they have never missed the gym because they've been injured. And I see this a lot where people start training and they do too many things that are too advanced for them. They get some sort of injury. They don't take care of it. And it just, it's like a scab that you keep pulling apart and it never gets better. And then you eventually just stop the gym altogether and then you're like, meh. So, that being said, learn how to properly brace for many exercises. Um, learn how to create intra-abdominal pressure with not only your diaphragm, not only with your breath, but with your pelvic floor, and learn how to transfer force, which I've brought up so many times on this podcast, so many times in my posts, so many times on blogs and things like that, which you can find if you just go through a, what is that called, a binge of my content. So hit the show notes at the end of this episode, add me on Instagram and Facebook so you can learn more about it. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out. And thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to me ramble and you know talk about people on their bikes with beer on and making me want to have a beer right now. Um, that's it for me. You guys are amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Until next time. Ooh.